It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Wow, cool. I got so much emotion off that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to uh welcome to another episode of the CJYK podcast where we are four guys that you know them and we like to talk about pop culture, anime, uh conventions, cosplay, our lives. And today we have a special person with us today. Oh, by the way, I'm Seb. <laughs> I'm Theo. I'm Kevin. Oh, I'm Nico. <laughs> And yeah, we haven't had a guest in a while, but it's he's also a great friend of ours, uh, Fluffy, Aww. aka Justin, yeah. who's yeah. a cool homie that is down yeah. in Los Angeles, who's also a cosplayer and pro gamer and uh, and a close personal friend. Close personal friend has uh, cute pets, uh. Food, very knowledgeable about different types of food mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and recommendations. Are we just given given his IMDb right now? <laughs> <laughs> I can Welcome. I can technically say that I've been on a pro stage. Oh right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh. <laughs> but like live, live. Yeah. Justin's done yeah. it live. Oh yeah, we just did a practice run. Yeah. I'm technically in a bunch of like the the videos promoting events and stuff because I'm oh, in the yeah. back while all the players in the front. Yeah, are we are are we able to say uh, where you work or is yeah, that yeah. like that's fine? <laughs> okay, I just cool. can't tell secret sauce kind of that's, stuff. That's that's fine. Okay, so yes, <laughs> well, luckily, yeah, yeah. our friend that hooked us up and gave us an awesome tour of Riot, the uh, they have they work on this little game called League of Legends. You've probably never heard of it. Yeah, it's a small, it's small indie company. Yeah, <laughs> pretty indie game but it was a lot of fun and uh there was an epic cafeteria where we had lovely food and we got to there's there's like a instagram video of us being uh pro pro gamers on the stage <laughs> so just yeah but we originally first met justin at conventions as a cosplayer and that ties into the topic that i have today which is all about uh creature work creating any kind of like uh animatronics or to, to another extent like if you're part of like the fur community uh because yeah a lot of these guys have not they don't they they know just kind of like uh within arm's reach knowledge and for me in terms of like that i've only seen it on like youtube videos or other documentaries so yes so we'll start off with um so how did you get involved in cosplay my dude uh it honestly happened because okay so to take a step back of there you know how you all ride different like nerd trains when they come off like we're talking about like minecraft and and stuff like that well funnily enough anime was not a train that i got on like for some reason i was into a bunch of other stuff and i just was like not into anime but when I went to university here in BC, um, I met a bunch of people uh, from like the Wargaming Club, which is like the board game club at UBC. And a bunch of them were really into cosplay and cons. And I had never been to a con before that. Like I had never been to an anime convention before I was 18. And right. uh, they're just like, hey, do you want to cosplay? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What, is that like a sex thing? I, I, <laughs> it's like a little four, there's like three of you, but. It's the opposite. So yeah, uh, I just kind of got on that and like helping out. Um, I think the very first cosplay I ever did was actually from Bleach, and it was because like I helped them like make the 
the Shinigami robes and stuff like that. Because like, I was like, you know, I don't know how to do any of this stuff, but if you just want manual labor, yeah, I'll do it. And then hang out and go and cons and stuff. So, yeah. Nice. I mean, that's cool. half the experience, right? Is like uh, you hang out making your costumes with your friends. And then yeah. like the first part of the bonding experience. And then you get the full taste of it when your costume's finally done. The euphoria yeah. of two days in costume. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, so the so the costume style that I've uh, seen Justin most associated with is uh, Rengar from League of Legends. <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah, and, and then the Tauntaun. Yeah, yeah, and the Tauntaun. So I'm like, I'm so used to seeing you just make like these giant animals, and you somehow <laughs> can move in them and not die, or maybe you are dying in there. But like, <laughs> but yeah, like, how how did you get into like doing creature type of stuff? So uh, after doing like the, I guess like more anime kind of stuff, uh, where I don't really know how to do like sewing or anything, like I don't have to do any of those pieces. Um, I saw like these other things like Rengar. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I wonder if people just like cosplay that, and people didn't really. And like you didn't really see like giant creature cosplays. I mean, you see a bit more now, and you have like the people do those like dinosaur shows where they make like the full like person controlled dinosaurs. They're like mm -hmm. super sick and amazingly painted. Um, so I just kind of want to do that. So um, one of our friends was actually working on Disney shows in Vancouver. Uh, oh. She worked on like just designing like props and clothing and stuff like that. And uh, we were talking to her and she's like, yeah, I've kind of been wanting to get into designing like mascot heads. And I was like, well, I'll pay you to build this if you're interested. And she's like, well, I've never built one before, but sure. So she ended up building that insanely good Rengar head, like amazingly yeah, good. Yeah. That's the first one she ever did, like ever. Yeah. And then that just sort of, she's in Did like she commissions? England now. I, she got a oh, ton okay. of commissions after that because obviously oh, like perfect. the furry it's community fine. got it's super fine. into that. Yeah. Um, and like in retrospect, I probably should have looked in the furry community first because they like have all the insider knowledge and how to build all that shit and like mm. how to like not die inside of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so like definitely during our early tests, it was extremely uncomfortable. I'm not sure if any of you guys were ever like in the hotel room with me like as i was taking shit off but i would have like scratches all over my skin and like like pretty pretty marked up um, why like, i know because <laughs> well, no, like you're too tight and like you know like when things got sweaty like yeah. stuff clings to your skin and just right. things tear up and whatnot so definitely was not like the most elegant build or anything but it worked all right i couldn't mm -hmm. actually like stare properly because like i looked out the mouth instead of the eyes which in retrospect if you think about it like you have to tilt your head down when you look at someone because your mouth faces down right so right. I was just always looking at everyone's feet all the time if I wanted to look at someone. So that was also a mistake. So, you know, you learn shit like that after you do it once or twice. Yeah. So, like, for example, in the Tauntaun, um, learning off of that, we put a camera in the nose so that we could see. That was see... really cool. Yeah. That was, like, we learned that you need to be able to see differently. Um, but then we also learned that if you put it slightly off-center, then your camera, your vision is tilted and you start keeping on walking to, like, the right or left. So that was a <laughs> mistake that you learn. That kind you of thing. Calibrate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you guys won a costume contest, right, for the Tauntaun, didn't you? Uh, I think we got honorable mention in ECCC. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, Those yeah. people are blind for not yeah. letting you win. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think the winner was uh, was that Thrall cosplay, oh, where he had like bad. individually laid like hair in his chin and everything. Oh, okay, that's pretty. That was so good. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. the Tauntaun will be. Uh, you gotta be on the live Tauntaun, and then you gotta be one where we cut open. <laughs> I mean, I that's what he's gonna get in it, dude. 
You have another dude inside. <laughs> this is the best costume ever. Well, I figured, like, if I'm you ever retire it. that costume, that's how you would just kind of lay it. It would just be kind of like cut <laughs> open and floor. like the guts are like like soft pillows or something. <laughs> we actually yeah. did retire it. Um, when we uh, because like when we were moving, we couldn't take it with us really. Like going from Vancouver to LA, you gotta dodge a lot of stuff, right? Like just leave stuff behind. Mm -hmm. So what we did was um, there was a. 501st member, like the Star Wars um, 501st group. They're like the mm -hmm. Stormtrooper cosplay group that is super cool and has a lot of members all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. We dropped it off with a pair of people in Seattle so that they could use it for like a display or whatever they wanted to. That's so yeah. dope. And you just gave it to them? Yeah, I mean, like, so I like, would much rather... It, right? They have the skeleton on it. They can make it a lot better and like they can start adding like a lot more like technical like painting on it and whatnot and like shave it mm -hmm. down a lot better because... Um, I mean, I'm not a professional, you know, carver or sculptor or anything. So ours version is still pretty rough. But I think it's really just like when you walk up to a monster that's like ten feet tall, it doesn't matter if it's like the most perfect thing in the world. You just like your brain's like not really able to like comprehend how big something is or like the fact that it's moving around and shit like that. So yeah, that's, that's like so the real cool. value, I think. That's so cool. That is that that is, and then like a lot of I find that a lot with. Uh, it's probably why I made so many armor cosplays because overall it's not too difficult it, it was took a lot of effort and to make it of course but it's not that difficult like people just assume it's difficult because there's a lot of pieces mm -hmm. but it's more just like the time you have to put in versus like how hard it actually is to do it <laughs> and i think there's i think like with cosplay and just art in general and me not being an artistic person it's mm -hmm. so much easier for you to see your own flaws and like panic about like oh god i, I messed this up this looks so bad and everyone else who looks at it is like holy shit that's sick and yeah i mean it's okay like it's yeah. fine exactly like <laughs> Uh, I think the phrase I used the most when I would make like those giant pieces too uh, would be like, "Ah, fucking no one else is gonna know. <laughs> no one else is gonna know." It's true though. It's so true. And like, just from me seeing your—I mean, I went to that show where you guys got honorable honorable mention. I was there. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't notice anything that was flawed with your costume. Even when I saw it up close, I was yeah, like, "Oh, they're busy. Yeah. They're walking. They're busy. They're fine." <laughs> I know, and I think it's just super fun to do something a bit different. So I think there's tons of really, really, really good armor cosplayers and like waifu cosplayers and like every other cosplayer you can think of. But I just didn't didn't see very many like giant monster cosplayers. I guess because like you don't really get to show your face or anything, which for me is totally fine. I don't mind. I just like having this giant thing walking around being like yeah. a big nuisance. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> that thing is dope. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much like the I guess like appeal of like uh mascots or anyone that like you're you're pretty much that character in terms of like you can just kind of like walk around and like I, I remember you were like dancing in your rengar costume and that was oh, yeah that was fun <laughs> uh did you actually uh like cause you, i remember you told me you had like friends in the furry community but did they give you any kind of like tips and like yeah advice? yeah so not being part of the furry community myself it was actually like, I only kind of found out a bit more, like, as I was doing cosplay and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I got contacted by a number of fairies, um, which is cool because then I could direct them to Shagpoke, which is the person who built the um, the mascot stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was extra, extra cool to me was she got to, like, basically quit her job as doing, like, Disney stuff or, like, show stuff and just start building, like, costumes for furries. Like, that just became oh. her niche. And she, like, didn't really know what was going on. She's like, this is cool. Like, this is great business. And, like, she started making a bunch of stuff for them. So I thought that was really neat. Um, but it was just even questions like, hey, like, how long should I wear something like this for? Like, what's, like, the safe amount of time? Because it, it gets really hot. Um, that dance thing that we did, I 
one point I remember taking out the head and I was like steaming. Like there's like little steam coming off my body because oh, I guess so yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it sucks. I remember them saying like most people wear it for like thirty minutes to two hours. Like that's like the range you're supposed to wear it from. And I think I had worn it for like six to eight hours the very oh. first time. Oh I God, wore it, which was like a mistake. Right, but yeah. I just assumed this is normal. So like, yeah, it's fine. You know, just keep going. Just hydrate every now and then. It'll be fine. Okay, it's all coming together now because I see furries at conventions or people in like fursuits, I should say. And I'll see them. I'll be like, oh, dope. That's dope. And I'll, I won't see them for the rest of the day. And I'm like, that's they, they got out. They're smart. They got out. And I'm yeah, like, oh, I, there's a different one. I feel, I feel like yeah. I've also seen the ones that are the opposite where they're like, I'm pretty sure you haven't gotten out of your suit from the morning you Since woke Friday. up. And then <laughs> until the anime rave, they're still in the first suit. And I'm like, you, how are you? Maybe like, they, uh, maybe they created some kind of airflow inside. No, like that, that head I have um, has a fan in it. In the Tauntaun, we had fans and like water packs in it and stuff. They're trying to keep us cool. Nice. We bought like um a, a, a like a vest that you could wear that you could put ice packs in to keep yourself cooler as well mm -hmm. and stuff That's like crazy. that and like we had slits cut in the sides you could feed the person water and like then we switched like camel bags that you could like hang on inside the skeleton inside so you could just drink when you needed to that's so funny <laughs> just imagining like the side of your tauntaun opens up like a hot dog stand and it's just like hey <laughs> hey we selling tauntaun hot dogs <laughs> so, so you literally look like a like a camper underneath yeah that's with the big neck, you have like a bit of like height as well, so it's not too claustrophobic. And you got a little screen, you could just put like a TV show on instead. You'd be set. <laughs> That's so. But funny. yeah, I don't know how like I don't know how furries do it, man. Their their outfits are even crazier, and they're doing like more like um like full body stuff. Like for my Rengar thing, it was like my chest thing was like literally cardboard um mm -hmm. that I put like adhesive on top of and like Velcro and stuff, so I could tear what? things on off. I had no idea that thing is yeah. crazy good. It was a bunch of like just like shortcut stuff, but like furries actually build like a full like foam suit, right? Like they have like underneath that like muscle definition and like like tails and like mm -hmm. way more headgear and stuff like that. And then like my understanding is in furry conventions, raves are even bigger than like in anime conventions. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. So I can't imagine people raving for like two hours in a fursuit surrounded by other fursuiters. Like how do you even like move or it's breathe or it's not die? It's... <laughs> just like got buckets like... at the bottom, like where yeah. your ankles are. It's like buckets of water. <laughs> oh. Like optimized every it's single true, thing they can. Yeah. Yeah, April will not help me take it off. Like I had to remove the suit myself because it was gross, dude. Like it gets real gnarly real fast. <laughs> Oh man, I oh, think gosh. like it, it's it's so like like I, I don't have many friends that are in that community that I mean maybe they are but they just haven't told me right so it's <laughs> it's, it's very it's very it's very interesting I, I'd like to learn a lot more about that yeah. so if anyone I think it's crazy podcast, yeah that's like the bar of entry well maybe not the bar of entry and again this is like as I would say like at best an informed observer view um but like. Almost like a lot of fairies have like full suits or at least heads, and like mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. I feel like comparing wearing um Rengar once to wearing like normal cosplays or quote unquote normal cosplays, mm -hmm. um, the amount of investment in terms of both like time, energy, and even like personal like sacrifice to try and do that is like way higher on the fairy side. It's it's not comfortable, like 
every sense you have is basically restricted, right? Like from like touch because you're often wearing gloves or something to like your mm -hmm. sight. You definitely can't smell anything except your own sweat. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's tasty. It's just like a lot of work. So, I mean, yeah. I think people suffer through a lot to really enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah. Well, it's like you mentioned, I, I feel like when you said it's kind of like your barrier of entry to know that you're like, oh, I'm at a convention. Because like when I first started going to conventions and my journey to under to learning about like the fur community and the culture was like, I would see these like mascots. I'm like, oh, these are maybe they're like, maybe this guy that's like a werewolf is like the official mascot of the convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, it's like Disneyland where like Mickey Mouse comes mm -hmm. in and he's like the mascot. And I'm just like, oh, there's like 20 other people <laughs> in fursuits. I, I don't think they're all masked. How many companies like, are here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. They're like, you know, you know, they're there for, so the kids can like high five them, and they're like, they're all entertainers. And then it transitioned to like, oh, that's there's more to their community than just like high fiving kids. Like they they do other things, and then because <laughs> well, like I, I feel like uh, a lot of times they, they like the people in that community tend to be kind of like the butt of certain jokes because a lot of people yeah, don't yeah. understand. They're like the subculture of subculture for some reason. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we're already degenerates at this anime convention. And then someone's like, we need someone else to pick on. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's that's, weird. That's what I noticed too. Like uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, people use it almost like in a derogatory form when you're at like a convention, like you hear someone say it and they'd be like, fucking furries <laughs> and i'm like what does that mean you don't like they're wearing a cosplay too they work just as hard as on their cosplay or bought it whatever it is right so it's just like they're yeah. having just as much fun so yeah, yeah. it's confusing to me because like even within the anime community like anthropomorphic people are definitely like clearly like husbandos and waifu material right like yeah. Like cat it's girls. it's not literally not yeah. any different. Yeah, yeah literally. Like, we like cat girls, but if you look too much like a cat, that's weird. I'm like, bro, they're the same thing. <laughs> you like Goku? He's got a tail. You freaking furry. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the equivalent of like as soon as you see a guy with like a katana, you'd be like, oh, fucking weeb. You're like, bro, it's. <laughs> you go home, open your closet, six swords. Yeah. Like when you see someone with like a tail or like a. Uh, cosplaying casual Ari they're like are you furry like no it's I'm just wearing ears <laughs> yeah it's like I think it's just like for me in the in the furry community it's like the first time I ever heard the word furry it was definitely not cosplay <laughs> <laughs> a friend yes. of mine yeah he was just like yo man don't google furries and I'm like <laughs> Okay. Well, now I, you're gonna go. I, well, I, I, for for weeks I didn't. For weeks. For weeks <laughs> I didn't. And then the curiosity got the best of me. And then I. What, were you just it. lying in bed every every night and just be like, "What the fuck is furry?" No, you have, yeah. And eventually you just cracked. You're like, "I need to know." Yeah, now. no, that's basically it. Like, it's like when uh. A episode a week comes out for anime, and then new episodes don't come out for years. <laughs> well, but like, i mean like oh, in a convention setting it's even weirder right because like i i didn't really understand what the stigma was other than there was one but like if you look at the anime convention if like is it because of like perversion well you literally have people like selling gay smut to underage girls like at an anime convention like, as exactly. like a, a public thing like yeah. i don't know how much more like the gender you can get than than that really right like mm -hmm. any, yeah. any kind of fetish you can probably find in manga form 
literally at that stall right there. Probably 95% chance you can find furry porn in that stall right there that the person might even be going and buying. Like, it it was just so weird. I wonder if it's like the thing where you have like, um, you know, uh, there was like a story in the news recently, right? Like where there was like the Hungarian like member of the uh, anti-LGBT group who was like uh, who was like a huge homophobe in all his comments and everything, mm-hmm. and he got caught fleeing out of a 25 oh, yeah. orgy in Belgium. Oh yes, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I, saw yeah. That. I, I wonder if it's that kind of thing where like you just have a bunch of like really really closeted furries who just the only way they can like deal with the fact that they they feel as attracted to that as anyone else. <laughs> Is apparently that like it's the same thing because they're already into the cat girls, so maybe they just have yeah. to. This is like their line, man. They maybe can't go any like, further too that, far. That's like the image they want to portray, so they they act that way. But yeah. deep down, they're like, I like yeah. that shit, right? Yeah. So it's just like uh, being a homophobe is the gayest shit you could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, the gays, and then you go home and be like, oh, the gays. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is, though. They're like, it's like you know, you they probably feel like, yo. If I accept it, I'm gonna be that, you know. Like, then, then it's okay. You know what I mean? If you if they if you accept it at that point, then it's okay. Yeah, well, it's, I yeah. think it's well, like also like the the view of the public, I guess, where hmm. it's like you come out, you say you're a furry, and it's like, oh, you're you're weird. And then same thing like goes for a lot of things. It's like uh, telling everyone you were totally into video games during the time where video games weren't exactly accepted was definitely not something you bragged about. Mm-hmm. It's like, what well, do you do? Yeah. I play sports. <laughs> well, the best example I could think of is like the Sonic fandom, because like when, when we grew up with Sonic, it's just like, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a video game. And you know, like Run the kids fast. love him. He's like, gotta go fast. <laughs> Chili and dogs, you, man. Yeah. And then you Google your name plus the hedgehog. Oh, God, and yeah. You get into like, Oh, there's like there's a there's like a community of people that like are simping for Sonic, and it's like it's like two it's a complete like spectrum of like the wholesome kids that are just like yeah Sonic is cool, and then there's like the other side where it's like we make dank memes, uh, we sexualize Sonic, and like it's just pure de- degeneracy of that fandom. And I feel like that that's kind of like any big fandom really you'll it find is. that spectrum, including that's, the first. Yeah, that's uh, Rule Thirty Four, dude. If it's a, if you can imagine it, there's porn of it out there, dude. That's, That's what right. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess it's just strange that like for some reason, anime, and like the anime communities at least from seen from anime cons, and then like mm. the furry communities overlap so strongly. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, the furry it's, community uh, is like a second class citizen in yeah. the anime community's eyes, which is just so <laughs> weird. Yeah. You're both as degenerate as each other. Like mm. I, I'm pretty sure there's no contest. Like either way, you're both winning or losing. Depending on how you take it. Yeah, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know normalize. Normalize yeah. it. Everyone, that's a, like, that's they a... don't realize, like, the public is still looking down on everyone in that building. <laughs> 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 You're packaged together. Are you at, Are you in that building? Yeah. Ugh, weirdo. But I'm not, but I'm not with them. Are they in that building? Yeah. Weirdo. Look at meme of, like, when you have, like, a furry, a Star Wars cosplayer, like someone from an anime, and someone's like, "Can I get a photo of all you guys together?" And they're like, "We're not even from the same series." Yeah, just, costume, costume, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. and like okay. from a cosplay perspective as well, they have like so many good tips and tricks, right? Like, like the ice pack vest thing. 
dude, if you're ever wearing an armor cosplay, just get one of those. You'll be able to like wear it forever. Like you'll be totally fine. And yeah. even some of the stuff that I've seen for people doing like glowing eyes and whatnot, the fairy community has literally been doing that forever. Like that's how we figured out to put like lights in the eyes. That's how we figured out how to do like camera stuff. That's how we figured out how to do like um like recently April wanted to do Robin or like she did Robin, right? Mm -hmm. But April is not built like Robin because no one's built like Robin. Like Robin. Yeah. Oh, I heard Robin, and I was just like, oh, she wanted to be a I heard I heard Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah randy so randy's not built like robin is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah but like we have to figure out how you sculpt musculature like that right right the furry community knows how to do it because they sculpt musculature for like the entire body all the time Yo, and like you're just like literally time. missing out on like good secret techniques from each other yeah seriously dude they need to unite yeah but they, and then that's only if like... they can see the difference like if they can get over the difference you know yeah. yeah, there is no difference. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, you know, it's like the it's like the Fire Nation, you know. It's like uh, everyone's a vendor, you know. Everyone blends stuff, right? Like yeah. you know. But then you know, Fire is like, nah, dude, we're the best. Uh, we need Republic City. <laughs> That's what best. we need. <laughs> Normalize all forms of bending. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you look at like, any costume that has like any special like to it. and like i love gimmicky costumes like i love that shit so much it's just so yeah, funny to have some one like weird flair right mm -hmm. but if you're ever going to be doing something that's like quote unquote gimmick why would you not go to like someone who knows that shit inside and out, mm -hmm. right yeah. if you even look at like prop makers especially like here in la now that there's so many like movie production companies like industrial light magic is like the most famous one but there's a lot of other prop makers and mm -hmm. like atlanta georgia apparently has like ton of like big scenes around like vfx and sfx and stuff like that mm -hmm. they like the techniques they use like the furry community is like way more tuned into that shit than we are because mm -hmm. they like watch that because they need to know how to do that to make cool mm -hmm. shit but in terms of like the anime and cosplay community like do you like let's say you're gonna cosplay like i don't know like nightmare or something from soul Calibur, like Ooh, giant yeah. giant fucking dude no yeah. one is built like nightmare right but I can guarantee you, you could get tricks from the very community on how to like buff yourself out and like have that kind of like scaly like skin mm -hmm. in some places and like certain eyes and like how you survive being encased in like foam and God knows what else for like hours, right? Like that's yeah. like that's like what you need to know for how to do a bunch of other stuff. So it's just it's so strange. You're just it, you're literally so coming strange. out on like free stuff. It's it's so strange, yeah, and it's definitely like, I, and I understand why the the community itself is like so tight knit. It's because it's when you, when it's like when you find a friend who really likes the same thing you like. It's like oh shit, and then you just click, right? Yeah, yeah. And like it's even even stuff that's like disgusting, quote unquote, like hentai. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you find a guy who watches the same kind of hentai as you do, then it's like oh dude, we're homies, but not outside this conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not outside uh, us talking to each other. Yeah, it's like so when you find like, out, it it's sense. like yo, this our world. Nobody else can join this world <laughs> unless they have a secret they... passport to the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that shit works. Yeah. Cause I mean, like my experience, like getting into like furries and stuff, it's like <laughs> getting into hentai. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on too. Uh, getting into furries. Uh, I don't know. I never, I never really thought that they were like weirder than cosplayers. Like I just like when I saw it, I was okay, just like you're all degenerates. Well, no, it was <laughs> yeah. like it was like oh that guy's in like a a big fox costume. My concern was 
man, isn't that guy going to get heat stroke or something? Like <laughs> That's always the concern. Yeah, because, like, like, okay, sure, the first experience I had with furries is, like, the, the rated R stuff, because I Googled it, and I shouldn't have. Really? That was your first experience? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, I didn't go to conventions till like, 20, oh, yeah, 2013. Right. Oh, it's like anime. It's like, uh, Theo's first experience was not anime, it was hentai. No, it's definitely <laughs> anime. Hentai, I discovered <laughs> things like Attack on Titan. Oh, jeez. You mean there's non-sexual hentai? Yeah, it's called, it's yeah. called, uh, no, no hentai. But <laughs> it's like watching watching the porn parody of a movie before you find the actual movie <laughs> that's so weird but like oh, yeah wait how I... did you get in the cons here what how'd you get what how did you get in the cons because like i oh. feel like i met stuff through cons like way back before i met Anti. you in cons and then like well, you i met you because of light ranch was that really the that's the first time we met was it driving down to SecureCon? yeah this, this like oh we're gonna hang out with some people they're cool seb's like they're really cool i'm like i'm down i like really cool people wait was i in that car ride too probably yeah we were, were making uh we yeah. were coming up with dad jokes for you to use that's yeah, that's it. It. That's <laughs> pretty sure that yeah was that sacrocon oh that was yeah, emerald city i'm pretty sure oh it was emerald city, city. okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. you're right yeah you're that's, right. that's so that's how we met we met uh we just sat together and you're like yeah i moved down here i'm gonna work for riot and i'm like Oh, I used to work for a video game company too. And then I told you about my pizza pop salad and light ranch. Light, ranch. light ranch. It's gotta be light Classic. though. But like not light. dark ranch. <laughs> no, how I got I'm like, what kind of other ranch are there? Regular. <laughs> and old fashioned. But anyways. So uh yeah, no, I mean I got into cons because my friends dragged me to one. Secretly I've always wanted to go to cons, but in high school it was not accepted. You were that weird kid yeah. in the corner playing Yu-Gi-Oh under the stairs. You were a furry. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was like in the eighties. So, but like what? when Theo went to Con, it was <laughs> like he was more modern. So, uh... in nineteen eighty-five, when Theo. Was... <laughs> what the? Yeah, when Theo wanted to go to Cons, you know, it's like they like, dude, why don't, just, uh, <laughs> why don't you just go to dance and do the grease stuff at the mall? <laughs> it keeps getting older. <laughs> Uh, I, I cosplayed uh, uh, Death Stranding before Death Stranding was a thing. I was just a fetus. Dude, he was going to cons while I was still black and white. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I remember just seeing, like, people in, like, animal costumes, and it was like, huh, okay, that's kind of weird, but are they okay in there? <laughs> like, are they hot? I, I actually... Uh in i think my second year of ever going to cons or maybe even my first year is getting mixed up for me now i cosplayed uh red 13 from final fantasy so i had full orange body paint the mohawk and like the feather earrings and stuff like that so i was and i had to draw like the cat nose and shit i'm like (laughs) later as the years went on and then i discovered what furries are and stuff like that or how they kind of work i'm like oh shit i guess i was a fucking furry I, I also did the Cheetos guy, the Cheetos yeah, mascot. Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, I, I really like cats, I guess. So, <laughs> anthropomorphized cats, I guess I really like those. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, enjoyed Beastars and uh, basically anime, uh, that movie with uh, Nick Wilde and the bunny. Theo, what was that movie called again? Zootopia. Zootopia, Zootopia there you go. Oh, anime Zootopia. 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 
<laughs> you're yay man you're the go-to for terrible descriptions and you remember the the name of the actual movie <laughs> I thought you were trolling at first. Like, I thought you were just trying to get Thea to say Zootopia or something weird like that. I didn't realize you actually did not know the name of the movie. It's called uh, Everyone Wants to Cosplay from This Movie. Zootopia? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, well, because like, I think in my first experience to any kind of like anthropomorphic like cool character was definitely like Sanic. Because uh gonna be Shadow. <laughs> yeah, Shadow was cool. Knuckles, I didn't know what what he was, but Dude, I was like, "What a great name, Knuckles!" Yeah, Knuckles. Just, it, it's actually so dope. <laughs> I, I remember it was the, just a uh, red hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people got into the fur community like, because they like love Sonic or they, uh, I don't know, whatever. But like uh, everything from the 2006 Sonic game, where that. That game, I remember gotten some weird, uh, like, hate because, one, it was kind of a janky game, but, two, there was, like, this love plot with Sonic and that princess, like, an actual human, and people were like, how does this work? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. Dude, honestly, like, oh. the more I'm looking back at, like, uh, growing up and, like, ch- like, childhood and then teenage years and then I was Red 13 at one point, dude, there's, there's a lot of, like, technically furry shit like in the goofy movie all of those people were technically animals <laughs> dude like 90 percent of just jessica rabbit Jess- oh she's a, a human she's she's a human. human. <laughs> roger rabbit's the rabbit oh yeah but like oh, you no. look back the, the girl was bunny oh lola, lola? that's yeah. space jam, that's space jam. <laughs> okay See, yeah whatever you know it's looney tunes same shit i mean yeah. i'm pretty sure there were some like young boys that saw lola the Lola and was like, "Wow, she's pretty cute for a bunny." See, <laughs> everyone low key, low key a furry. Okay, Whatever, so. Lola, Lola bunny cute. No yeah, shame, see? man. Don't no you shame. like bunnies? I like bunnies. They cute. Yeah, normal. Okay, that's a little bit different. I was about to say normalize it, but then you you just you're like, <laughs> you saying bunny. Like, no. <laughs> Again, in every community, there's always that one guy that makes it weird. <laughs> <laughs> No, this, is, this is the bonding thing you was mentioning before. This is their secret group that you don't get entry in unless you have the passport. The passport's yeah, yeah. Lola Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> the passport's Lola Bunny. Like, you got a group of friends. We're talking about, like, pets and stuff, and that one guy walks in. Yeah, I love Lola Bunny. <laughs> like, what would you do with Lola? Oh, you know, just play basketball? Yeah, you're not in the club. <laughs> okay. Maybe they'll be more vague. Just like, hey, did you ever watch Space Jam? Yeah, what was your favorite part? Uh, and just wait for the answer. Yeah, and if someone says Michael hey, Jordan, Jordan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like filthy casual. If they say Michael Jordan, just be like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah I love too. basketball. You know, slam dunk a three-pointer. <laughs> Field goal. Field goals, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, oh, my gosh. Here's a question for you, Justin, because, like, I feel like Nico and I kind of identify with this, too. It, it's more along the lines of, like, you making, like, giant mechanical things and props and like creatures and all that but does that mean you're not the best sewer with fabric because nico and i yeah exactly we feel like (laughs) if you love making props and if you love making giant like creature features you don't you don't touch fabric (laughs) you're like i don't do that unless you like glue that shit yeah all you need to do is just like hand sew and literally all hand sewing is is just like stab the needle in and make it tight then do it again all the way through in a line and you're set 
And if it looks bad, just put more stuff over it, and it'll look fine. Just paint it on the scene, put some armor over it, put lights over it. No one will notice. It'll be great. It'll look cooler. Honestly, that like that's, that's actually true, yeah. my sewing journey because like you like you know in like medieval or Viking games like when you see like a leather sack and you can actually see like the thread the all around the stitches yeah. all around it looks really messy. That's that's how I normally sew. <laughs> And and if I'm not doing like a medieval or like caveman type of like cosplay that has that look, then I I can't. (laughs) Like that's that's the best sewing I do. So So I actually went to university for um for computer engineering. Um, but at UBC, your first year is like general engineering, and I've always like liked mechanics and you know just like making things move Mm -hmm. with physics or whatnot. It's just it's just cool. Like it's super fun to make large things move with small amounts of power, right? Um, and one of the cool things about large creature things is you get the chance to just figure out what are the actual mechanics that would make this duo thing. Um, one of the panic points we had before the contest at ECCC was essentially like the head like broke. Um, we had a cord that was running from uh, the back of the skull to like the chest piece area so you could manipulate it with levers and like a like a little like steering wheel thing to create a mm-hmm. PPC. And it, it snapped. And then you're just left like, well, we can't go on stage with this. Like, how do we fix this? We don't have any of the things that we can we, do yeah. here. All right. And like in that point, sewing will not save you. There's nothing you can sew that would fix that problem. <laughs> and all you have is like a bunch of like paracord and like straps and like tape and glue. And the thing is like, then you just start playing with physics. You start playing with like, what is the actual tendon in the human body? Like, what does it actually do? Turns out if you make tendons out of straps, you do the same thing it turns out like <laughs> the principles that you learned in like school apply to like large pvc foam monstrosity and mm-hmm. still do the same sort of like locomotion and and stuff like that and so that's super fun like just finding out how to build things um we like started our model small first with like popsicle sticks and just like sticking them together at different points and like moving around to see what happened and then we built like the skeleton as a prototype first before we furred it all and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a super fun journey because then you just get to look at a ton of stuff you've never gotten to do before. And like, again, it's not to say that it's harder or easier than um, other cosplays or whatnot. Because again, like armor and sewing, I'm not very good at. But it's a different skill set that you can use if you aren't great at armor or sewing. Mm-hmm. Like guaranteed, if you are good at something, you can probably make a costume out of it. It's true. Nice. Yeah, That's I mean, true, yeah. you know, when you build the skeleton and stuff before you decide to put stuff on it, how do you know it's gonna? How do you know it's going to? Uh, I guess survive the payload that you're gonna put on it. I mean, that's a really good question because I don't know. You kind of just have to look at like what PVC is rated for and like what happens when you apply to different pressures, and mm-hmm. you learn a bit as like pieces snap and screws fall out or whatnot, and like where mm-hmm. the stress is, and you just learn how you reinforce things. Um, one thing that we did was we actually looked at the, the anatomical structure of like um, certain birds, because a tauntaun is basically a bird without wings. If you look yeah. at the way it's built, it's like sort of like a, a T Rex, right? And T-Rexes are basically just like lizard birds. So mm-hmm. you just look at the ostrich. You're like, all right, yeah, you just talk an ostrich. Yeah, all right, close enough. <laughs> but it gives you like a framework, right? Like, again, like technically it looks like it could stand. So if it were to stand, the closest animal and like, um, like metaphor of it or like version of it would be like an ostrich or, or some other bipedal bird. So we just mm-hmm. went off that. And it turns out if you're really, really top heavy, you need a tail because that's why like cats have balance. So we just slapped on a huge tail and it balanced out. And then we just Holy shaved God. down the tail until it was balanced. And we're like, all right, good enough. Hmm. Um, 
And then you compensate for all your failings by working out enough that you can wear it. It was heavy, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. you gotta off somewhere, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, you can fail in 9 out of 10 places if you're really good at that last place. Mm -hmm. So if you only fail at, like, 4 out of 10 places, you have to do less work. Mm -hmm. oh. There you go. Wow. That's true. You don't have to be perfect at everything. Just just be better at the stuff that you are good at and then make it up as you go. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's it's like magicians, right? Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. They they aren't actually like doing anything. They're just making you pay attention to something else while they do something, right? <laughs> no, so don't you're making spread your lies, okay, Justin? It's magic. No, it's an illusion. <laughs> no, no. Dude, it's real. It's he real. is the creature. <laughs> I, I am. You just make them stare at something, and then they'll not stare at the other stuff, and you're good. I yeah, saw that's, Chris that was Angel actually float. <laughs> That was that was the secret of uh, my first Iron Man suit. Actually, is that I had lights in the lights. By no means were any good. They're garbage, but they were just in the center and very like eye catching. And also, I had a giant boombox, which is kind of like my trademark for yeah conventions uh, and stuff. So people listen to the music. They'll look at the light. The costume itself was like now that I look back at it, since it was my first armor costume, was a piece of shit. <laughs> it was literally like someone put like a pile of discarded foam in a pile and then dumped hot glue on the entire thing and then wore it. <laughs> that's what it fucking looked like. <laughs> it was disgusting. But like that's that's 100% to your point where it's like if you uh, have enough good things happening then not not everyone's going to pay attention to the smaller details except for you, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. like when you look at the people who win cosplay contests they are just like masters of their craft generally right they are so good at every single piece of that costume and under scrutiny it holds up mm -hmm. but the thing is like you're never going to be under that much scrutiny unless you're like kind of competing at that level at least in in my experience yeah. even if you're doing like a photo shoot i feel like most photo shoots i've seen there is something wrong with the costume and the photographer and the model take great pains to make sure that you don't highlight it and that's yeah. totally okay that's like the way you should do that right you don't go like even like a normal model shoot and be like, hey, look at my worst features and just photograph that really prominently. <laughs> you're going to turn the model, you're going to give them nice clothes, you're going to yeah. like Photoshop their body a little bit. You know, that's just what happens even normally in media. So like of mm -hmm. cosplay, why would you hold yourself to like the, the same, standard. like not, yeah. Why, why would you put yourself through even more suffering when literally this is what you expect for like a good picture or anything like that? Right. I think that's mm, yeah. why a lot of us move to like, meme costumes because they are just more fun in the end <laughs> like uh, or in my case i know i suck at everything else so it may as well be a meme right yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> i think like one i'm not sure if it was the same eccc i think it was a different one it just went as sunflower because sunflower <laughs> yeah. was the popular song right i think that was the same con it was the yeah, same con. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we just went as sunflowers right i learned then, like 90 percent of that song in the car ride down with you ah hell yeah <laughs> Yo, sunflowers. Yeah. That that was honestly, everybody knew us at the con. Yeah, the the best thing that happened with those with that sunflower costume was that me. I, I can't remember who it was. It was me and somebody else. I think it was Theo, and we were just sitting there or standing there waiting for people to show up, and the song was playing. And this little kid dressed up in I think it was uh, Princess Mononoke kind of costume. She was just singing the song because it was popular. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, she was uh, leaning yeah. against the wall and she was tired. Yeah, and then she was like, you know, the thing that kids do when they're like seeking approval is kind of, they they like they kind of like put their heads down, but they tilt their eyes up looking at you, to see if you recognize they're doing. <laughs> and because she she knew all the lyrics, and I'm like, I was like, oh, way to go, nice, hype them up. <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not to discredit the cosplayers who go at it like super hard to make like these amazing, like perfect, pristine costumes <laughs> that are like screen accurate and stuff like that, which is insane. Yeah. And like even yeah. like going back to like the Five O First, I think for the Mandalorian, they actually like hired a bunch of like Five O First stormtroopers, that's right? Because like saw, they couldn't for the extras. Yeah. Oh. Like there's total worth to like be that good. But mm-hmm. I don't think you necessarily have to be that good to enjoy cosplaying. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you have to be good at all to enjoy cosplaying. It's true. Look at the sunflower costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's usually like the message we always kind of advocate to when like we talk about any kind of cosplay related topic on the podcast. It's literally just like if you look at us, we've done like nice costumes. We've also done like comfy but fun costumes. Freaking Jerry. And then- Oh yeah, Jerry. <laughs> it was literally a printed mask and the right yeah. t-shirt with some tape. Yeah, it was great. Or like uh, when the, we, we were dressed up as John Wick and Kev decided to make his own custom John Wick. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Kev's John Wick. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember now. The Chinese gangs, okay. Yeah, <laughs> now you know the costume. Now I remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do love how you like manage to, I guess, like take your your interest and like uh, hobby slash like training with any kind of engineering and turn it into be like, yeah, I can make a I can make a ton ton that moves, and uh, yeah, if I you know. want, I can make a, I can make like a prop gun that turns into a bigger gun if I had the time <laughs> and money. And I think like importantly for the Tauntaun, it wasn't just me, right? Like Randy April helped out oh, a yes, lot. Yeah, and you, oh, yes, again, like we had a we had a furry friend who really knew how to lay fur and we got her to help out like lay a bunch of fur because she knew like how fur looks on an animal and like where mm-hmm. it has to go for it to look that way and how you cut the strips for that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you have to do it alone either. Like like I know uh you all put your costumes together in terms of like here's the idea and then like you collaborate on like how you like bring it to life in a good way right yeah. and i think you can do that not just on the collaborative side but also on the building side and i think mm-hmm. like the the crafting parties that i think nico was mentioning earlier like mm-hmm. where you're all just sitting together and you're just making shit that's super fun and that yeah. was like my very first experience like i mentioned before we were like using like a board with nails in it to make like actual accurate like japanese sandals which were terrible they felt so bad to wear but like <laughs> You know, that's still a good experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, I think... uh, I, speaking of the, sorry, speaking of that fur on the Tauntaun, I remember like when we visited your hotel room and I saw the Tauntaun in the corner and I'm like, oh, that looks so fluffy. Can I touch it? You're like, yeah. So I go up to it and I just, I'm like, oh my God. It was like, I literally hugged it. I'm like, it's so soft. It's so nice. <laughs> like, nice, like, it was nice I fur. I'm not gonna lie. Synthetic yeah. Nice and fluffy. It was great. I still yeah, I didn't I feel like some synthetic fur actually. Oh yeah, you made it. Yeah, Theo made a. Hey, you're a furry too. Yeah, you made an EV. Uh, in uh, Pokemon terms, like, it's called a Gajinka, Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Soft term for furry. <laughs> it's a weird term for furry. Let's be real. Yeah, and then actually, that's a good point though. Gajinkas were like a huge thing for like years. years yeah. Yeah, they're basically weeb furries. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I made that same mistake. You know, where when Justin was telling us a story when he took off his head, and it was all like, you know, it was like all vapor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had that same problem. I decided to uh, use a uh, faux fur. It was my very first cosplay, so it was simple. So mm-hmm. I made the the neck thing for for Evie, and I had the tail and the ears, and then I was like, it's summer, and it's faux fur. <laughs> it's fur. It's not something breathable. It was fur. So I had it wrapped around my neck. It was like sealed. 
So whenever I needed air, I went like this. It was just like steam. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fur gets real messy real fast. Like your oh. sweat wicks onto it. It's turning black. It's it was a like terrible in my experience. mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweat or yeah. fur? Both. It's my okay. sweat. Yeah. Like... That's true. <laughs> I think the only animal... I <laughs> yeah, the only animal costume I did was Star Fox, but I didn't use real fur ears. But I remember the tale that I had was that like there there was like a trend in like 2010 where a lot of Asian girls were hanging foxtails on their purses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, so I used one of those and stuck it to my jeans, and that was my tail. <laughs> yeah, that's close. Yeah, that's but, uh, close. Yeah, um, I. So, so, so fairy too is what we're hearing. Yeah. You know what? Wow. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Vancouver. That's the Vancouver <laughs> convention for for. for... Oh yeah, it's a good it's, name. Kev, yeah. It's a great name. Kev's got it's a, a good name. Kev's got a, a onesie. He's a furry too. Yeah, oh, there we go. We come full circle. Wait, what's your name? Fredzilla. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you have, you do have an animal suit. I have Fredzilla. Yeah. yeah. Remember that one time he was yeah. Paddington Bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I have an Eevee thing. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, have see? an Eevee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, actually. Actually, question for our, all you guys: If you were to, I guess, be your animal, what would it be? I I like foxes, so I would choose a fox. God damn it! Mm. <laughs> you can choose a fox, a fox too, man. Too. Or a wolf. I mean, like Big Brother. Of okay, fox. animal, animal that you 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 would like you would be, but and then animal that you probably are. <laughs> yeah, say, say like say like you're in the world of Zootopia or B Stars, mm. and you had to be one of those like animals the one that you choose and one that you would be so i would love to be a fox in mm. i would love to be a fox but i okay. think i'd be a buffalo <laughs> <laughs> agree uh i don't know hmm. I, I i would like to be some kind of like cat because apparently i like cats uh, <laughs> but for sure i would be like a bird person <laughs> bird person <laughs> you're gonna be bird person <laughs> i would definitely be a bird person like I, i'd like to be a fox or something but i end up being like a, a like a, a crow person i feel that's mm. too cool you need to be mm -hmm. a pigeon okay uh uh a pigeon oh, pigeon is not that great though but i'd definitely be a bird i'd like yeah. to be a cat but i'd definitely be a bird <laughs> nico be a uh be a herring like Ooh. a bunny hair? No, a herring. Oh, a herring. A, oh, a herring. A fish? No. Herring's a bird. A heron? Like a blue heron. Oh, you mean a heron? Sorry, Kev, we're dumb. <laughs> it's a heron. A herring. Yeah. I thought it was about herring. Oh, yeah, the one with the long thing and then it has yeah. the. Face. Heron. Heron. H E R O N. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like Nico would be a bird because he'd be, be kind of like. Yeah, H E R O N. Okay, it's because my mom is frozen. I can't stop. Oh, yeah. properly. If you guys, if you guys didn't notice, Kevin has weird pronunciation. That's because half is still frozen from well, the dentist. Usually, I have weird pronunciation anyway. Pronunciation. Yeah, it's extra so weird today. Yeah. It's, like extra. It's, it's extra. It's it's yeah. pronunciation plus. <laughs> it's pronunciation Go plus. Kev, what, what animal would you be, Kev? Or uh, I, I like want to be, be a, I want to be a pterodactyl, but. I think they're extinct. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. I want to be dead. <laughs> I think I'll be like a orangutan or something. <laughs> Why? Oh, you'd definitely what? be like a Sun Wukong. 
<laughs> oh, dude, you'd totally be a monkey. I, I'd, I'd be, be like some like, kind of monkey, yeah. Yeah, you're like the monkey that like teases like humans and throws poop at them and be like, hey, look at these stupid humans. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do that normally anyway. <laughs> I'm just like in my balcony, just throwing shit at people. Okay, I'm a loser. I've missed a lot in the past two years. Kevin, you've changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, before he's like, yo, that's disgusting. And now he's like, yo, I'm gonna pick up my poop and I'm gonna throw it at you. What about you, Justin? Oh What's man, you? I don't know. I, I don't know if there's like a particular animal I'd, I'd want to be, per se, because I think animals are all pretty cool. Animals are yeah. great, you know? Uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably be a cat or something. I'm pretty chill. Yeah, <laughs> I get very focused on like specific things, and then I just kind of relax. Yes, yeah, like a cat. <laughs> I feel like you're also very like much. Uh, I can imagine you as like a a uh, very cute like Shiba Inu. Because oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're like honestly like one of the nicest people. We've yes. ever met. We always refer to you as like, "Yo, Justin's so cool." <laughs> Justin's a nice guy, dude. Well, I think we nice mentioned Justin man. at least like once every like two months. Yeah, we do <laughs> just to reminisce how much of a nice guy he is. <laughs> yeah, you, you even have like long, like luscious hair. Yes. Did you cut your hair? I don't, not for like a year plus now. Nice. I'm back to long, luscious hair. I can yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. telling something. <laughs> The thing is, like, beforehand when I was, had, like, long hair, like, consistently, you style it long, right? Like, when you get your hair cut, you have your layers put in proper and everything. But yeah. when you, like, cut your hair short, but you just, like, grow super long, it starts getting kind of messed up because the layers don't quite match up properly. So, yes. like, it's, like, not as good as it was before, I would say. But, I mean, I don't care because I'm stuck inside, so who cares? <laughs> My hair's getting pretty, not you long, but it's getting pretty, pretty long, too. I'm going to see how long it takes for uh, Erica to tell me to cut. Matt, well, I guess like to like play us out. Is there any kind of tips for anyone that's uh, maybe wants to get their foot in the door of trying to make something that's like a creature feature? Whether it's like I want to be a cool wolf, or I want to be a giant, (laughs) I want to be a Gundam. I want to cosplay Warwick. Oh man. Yeah, maybe they just want to use their their cool engineering skills to turn themselves into a giant robot. <laughs> I would say pick something and like make sure you really really like it cuz you're going to suffer for like months is what I would estimate. And like book it like months in advance. Be like, "Hey, I want to build this thing at some point. Do it, but like actually start building it like literally as soon as possible." Cuz I think um it's so hard to start on something, but it's so easy to continue working on something when it's like mm-hmm. something that you're kind of obsessing over. So when we wanted to do Tauntaun, we did like think about it for like a long time. And at some point we just like bought the things and started and it got easier and easier um, once we had like made that decision. And mm-hmm. um, April's was like super passionate about it, even more passionate than I was. And I got into it a lot because I really enjoyed like the puzzles that came out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're building something new, you should expect that there's always going to be weird puzzles that you have to solve the truth is a lot of those puzzles you can find like google answers for which applies to like i, I was saying this earlier but like if you don't know how to do something youtube it it does not yeah. matter like there's probably a guide for it so like you're not alone on building anything there's definitely resources out there there's like a 90 percent chance someone's done something so similar to it that you can like copy off the work and change a few things to make it good mm-hmm. and then yeah. just like really enjoy yourself I think um, one thing that happens a lot, I know it actually happens in April, again, as like a first-hand experience, is like 
if you go into cosplay with like the wrong intent on what you want at the end of it, you're going to get really disappointed and really stressed out and really frustrated mm -hmm. and like yeah. just unhappy with the end result, even after pouring like literally blood, sweat, tears, and time into it. But if you go into it just being like, hey, man, this would be pretty cool if I got this at the end, like, the sunflower thing, you're set. Yeah. Like, like, how long ago was that sunflower thing, right? And you two still remember talking to that little girl who was like yeah, singing the yeah. song. So That's yeah. really, really cool to have a memory like that. Mm -hmm. For me, like, again, that Bleach cosplay, I don't even remember what the name of the character was. It was some medical guy with, like, a knife and a robot thing or something. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, I've heard his name, yeah. I don't know. But, like, I remember, like, making those fucking sandals because they hurt so much and it was a painful experience. But it was fun doing it with people. And, like, that was the first time using a sewing machine. I, I remember my friend's basement and doing that stuff there. And the Tauntaun, I remember, like, leaning over small children because they were like so like mind blown at that experience or just like watching people freak out that you were a tauntaun like mm -hmm. those are really really good memories so going to it like with that intent and not going to it with like winning I need to win the contest yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's fine to go to win a contest as well but like you should go into the build with that intention all the way through because that's like the only way you'll achieve that particular goal right mm -hmm. yeah on first oh, makes sense. yeah that's true that's very good advice but hey, thanks Thanks so much, Justin, for being an amazing <laughs> guest on the podcast. Yeah. Plus, it was really good to catch up because for those that don't know, the last time we saw our friend Justin was AX last year. Yeah. Cons yeah. are not a thing this year. We that was got, last uh, year. That was last year. It's like an eternity ago, honestly. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah, it was a little while. But thanks so much for your insight and sharing your stories. It's really cool to have a guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. So. Yes. Honestly, no, we just right. missed you, Justin. And we miss you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I miss you all too. I'd love to catch up with you guys more, just overall. Yes. And like, yeah. definitely when quarantine expires, um, I'd love to hang out with you guys again. You should come yes. up. Yeah, sure. Oh, if you're on the chat, just hit me up. I'd like talking to you guys. Of course. Just come up. I got you here on Discord now. Hold on, let me add Brandon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's honestly been um, like a crazy year, uh, mm -hmm. and. Yeah. It just sucks not being able to see people in person. And like mm -hmm. even talking to you guys made this month a lot better already. It's like three days in the month or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's been a good month already, dudes. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one. Before we go, we got some people we want to thank on La Patreon. Yeah. Let's them off real quick, Mr. Sam. Yeah. We got Shannon B. Yeah. Yo. Eddie Ordaz. Ordaz. Jen Leo. Hell yeah, Leo. Yeah. Christopher Fu. Oh, Fu. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Fu. Yeah, is he? It's a Nostri. I, I still have the same Christopher Fu. I miss Fu. Three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, Justin knows these people, so yeah. Yeah. Here we are, cosplay. Yo, cosplay. Cosplay. Yeah. Luno. Yo, Luno. no. Uh, Brienne Bank. Yo, Bank, Bank, Bank. Or Brie TS, as I would call her now. That's a good name. Stephanie Guzman. Yeah. Yo, Baron Town. Yo, take down the league reference. Dolly TV. Yo, TV. Yo. Black Cat Cause. Yo, Cats. Lucky Butter MC. Yo, MC of the Butters. Alex Daniel Vasquez. Yo, Mr. Vasquez. And finally, Veronica Ivanova. Thank you so much. Yo, Ivanova. Yeah. 
appreciate it, guys. Thanks again to Justin for being our podcast guest. It was a lot of fun. Hope to see you guys in the next podcast. But see as in listen, because this is auditory. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I'm Seb. I'm Nico. I'm Theo. Ooh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin. Yeah, 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 now I'm you know if you don't know. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you can stop recording now. <laughs>